Welcome back to a new episode of The Talk, the podcast about Nordic entrepreneurship from Nordea Private Banking. Today we meet with the founder of a platform that helps track and understand employee well-being and engagement across companies. While incredibly valuable during normal times, this service has become invaluable for many companies during a time where informal conversations at the water cooler no longer exist. This is the founder of And Frankly, the amazing Caroline Fjellner. What is uh, And Frankly? And frankly, uh, that is an innovative tool to drive and measure engagement in the workplace. Everything is about us wanting to have, you know, employees that are more happy and more engaged in the workplace. Uh, Because if you have that, you will for sure have a more successful company or organization. Because motivated, engaged employees, they are typically more productive, more creative, you know, sick leaves are less and the negative attrition, all of that. So it has a proven benefit for the company. So the end goal is to get engaged employees. The way to get that um, is by, by using a frankly, is that you get insights. So it's basically a new type of employee engagement tool or the the more traditional you know employee engagement survey that companies were using um, in back back in the days uh, where you measured employees with a huge survey like once a year with 50 questions so this is more of a modern version of that so you kind of tap into the employees opinions more often so you measure more continuously and what you measured is based on, you know, the needs that you have. And that's the flexibility of the tool. So it might be leadership. It might be a specific change process that you're tracking. Might be the team spirit. Might be well-being, stress. So you kind of choose the focus that you want to have. And based on those insights that you get, okay, so we have a high stress level right now in one part of the organization. Or we have low engagement scores in sales. So then we can also provide with very concrete recommendations on what can you do as a leader or as an employee to improve these numbers. So that's basically what employee engagement pulse solutions is. And that's something that we maybe were doing a little bit more naturally before, but now we don't see each other at work. So this is perfect for the pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, digital tools has become much more used, of course, by everyone today. So I would say that the kind of, and also the understanding of how important it is to keep uh, employees happy has increased this last year, for sure. Yeah, and and measuring it, I, I would imagine, because you can't really rely on your gut feeling anymore. Exactly, exactly. I mean, normally you have that kind of informal check-in at the coffee machine or, you know, you just maybe you just see hi, but just seeing like how somebody receives your questions or comments is um, it's it's a way of just mapping out kind of what the atmosphere is and how are we working together? What's kind of the team spirit right now? You can almost touch it when you're in the same facility, but and you're working together physically. But now when you're not, you really have to rely on other methods and really make sure that you ask explicitly how are you doing yeah and i can imagine every everybody needs this now but this must have been a problem even earlier for especially for bigger companies i would imagine Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, everyone that has remote workers and I mean, before the pandemic, this has been very common, of course, or distributed teams or, you know, leaders that aren't working close to the team members on a daily basis. So yeah, of course, that has been a a challenge before this kind of new normal that we're in now. You come from a consultant background. Yeah, I do. And (laughs) is, is that where you realized that this was a core issue for many companies? Yeah, for sure. It was. I mean, I was working for for many years as a management consultant. And when doing that, you do a lot of, you know, new fancy strategies for companies. And uh, it doesn't really matter how fantastic they are and what a great like PowerPoint you create. I don't know how many like thousand slides of PowerPoints I have created that all of a sudden are forgotten and ends up, you know, really far down in a in a catalog somewhere. So I was kind of frustrating with how hard it was to actually you know make a difference in companies because the strategy isn't any better than the execution of it so you really have to make sure that that everyone is on board with the new ways of working or with the new vision that you have established and it was actually in a really big project that I had and we had established a new brand strategy in that that project and we wanted to make sure that all of the different business units had understood that, okay, where are we going now? The big changes we're making. And I was kind of guided towards HR and, you know, the traditional employee engagement survey. And I asked them if, is it possible to kind of tag along with a few questions on, you know, what's the understanding about the new strategy? And, and, uh, they said that, yeah, it's going to be sent out in three months and then you'll have the result even later than that. And I wanted this kind of feedback now. Uh, it was happening now when I wanted this more of a continuous way of working. So yeah, that was from that frustration, like so many other innovation, the idea behind them, frankly, was kind of born. It feels like it's so, I mean, I have so many questions about this because it feels like a, a tool that can be used in many, many different ways from rolling out a new brand strategy to uh, you know, onboarding people or anything really, but it comes from a, a background of of figuring out how people feel, and their yeah, yeah. Health. Well, well, actually, the idea was both you know understanding how people feel about their workplace, but also about change because change happens today continuously. Change is more of a status quo for most companies, and I think that. For, based on that, you need a tool to understand those changes. And those can be very different between companies. So this was something actually that we, and kind of a philosophy that we introduced very, very early on when starting to create the tool um, that is now in Frankly, that it was important that to consider that, you know, one size doesn't fit all. Everyone has different organizations, have different challenges and different needs, and they go through different changes. So it must be possible to adjust the tool based on those kind of separate or different situations. So when did you decide to become an entrepreneur? I'm not sure there was like a specific moment that I decided that. It was more born from 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 that frustration that we were talking about before. And then to kind of go back a little bit in the story, I actually at my very first job, at uh, I started at Accenture. I got to know um, a friend, Peter Nordwaller, who is my, my co-founder. So we became friends and we kind of, we're very different as, as persons, but we are both very passionate about new ideas. So we had actually been tinkering around with like different 
things. We made like a super advanced um, restaurant guide for Stockholm just because we're super passionate about food. And we made like games and we all, we did that just in the spare time. At work, we created these strategies and it was more, it was really nice to, this was our hobby, you know, instead of whatever, you could do something else, you could do sports, but we like to create things. So we had actually been doing that for a couple of years. And then we got this, um, you know, idea around, and frankly, this was something he also shared kind of the same frustration in his role. And then we started talking about that. And since we had been kind of working with new ideas, it was easy for us to just start building a new version. What would we, if we were, as we are leaders, what kind of tool do we want to use? And we just decided to build it. So it wasn't like a decision that, okay, we're going to form a company and this is the strategy. Or It just started off with an idea and just building it. And then we started testing it with, you know, companies in our, in our personal network and, and it kind of took off from that. So it was more of a sliding scale into entrepreneurship. Yeah. yeah. As is often the case, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> either, yeah. either that or people that are unhirable like me. <laughs> <laughs> but so tr- I guess traditionally this type of work was done by consultants like a team of consultants coming in and, and uh, trying to deal with these issues. And, yeah, and now you've yeah. created a platform or, or an automated service to do at least part of that work. Mm. Is that a trend, do you think, that that um, consultant services are more automated and more put into platforms? Yeah, well, that that depends on the consultancy service, I would say. And so it's, I think it's more about consultancy services changing it's not just man hours because before maybe you bought that technical solution to send out the survey and you bought a bunch of hours to make the analysis and reporting and you know all of the kind of insights you can build on that that can be translated into a digital tool and you know using intelligent analytics you can kind of provide those insights without having a data analysis sitting there and and, and doing it. Turning this into actions, of course, and how to plan this as more of a strategy, that's something as a thought leader, I think, where consultants can still add value. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess computers can't do it all. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How do you create incentives for people to answer the questions? We played around with that in different ways. To begin with, you have to have a design that really triggers users to answer. So we actually have a very kind of playful design and we offer many different ways of answering questions. So we have about 15 kind of what we call collectors. So ways of of, um, asking questions to create, you know, really make sure that we don't trigger this kind of survey fatigue that is common, you know, when you go through and it's, they all look the same. And there's this term called straight liners where you just answer the same on every question because you, you're just tired of it. So kind of creating that variation, make sure that you, you kind of trigger respondents to answer very spontaneously on what they feel right now and make it like a bit of gamification with it. And then we also actually tried uh, with different, concepts to collect points also that you could collect points if you answered and you could kind of if you collect a number of points you could compete with different teams and all of that but what we saw was that it's the best incentive is that the work environment improves so making your voice heard and that somebody listens is the very is the ultimate incentive and 
we made it more complex to start with. But learning, you know, more about this area, it has really boiled down to that. If you as a manager are prepared to listen, or you as an organization, executive management team or whatever, if you're prepared to listen and make changes, that's going to motivate people to answer. I guess the simplest solutions are always the best ones almost, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And your company was recently acquired by Simployer. Yes, that's correct. Uh, how has that changed things for you and your company? I mean, it has changed in, in many ways and in some ways not at all. <laughs> so, I mean, of course, it's um, for me as a founder, it has a fundamental change that, you know, not everything is on my shoulders anymore. So that's a very huge difference, I would say, when your company is acquired. But then we are still operating as an individual company. So it hasn't changed that much. Um, this was quite recently, beginning of the year. So we're still, you know, identifying all of the possible synergies that we have in the company and kind of, you know, learning how to collaborate in the best way possible and creating value for our customers in our different portfolios and you know, how can we provide an even better solution if we integrate some of the functionality that we have? So it's still kind of uh, in the dating phase and getting to know each other. And so, so yeah, it has changed, but then, yeah, it's hard, hard to answer. Ask yeah, me in a year. <laughs> I will ask you in a year. It, it changes the culture, obviously, but you do have a great tool to measure that. Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> we we, we con constantly measure kind of um, the employees experience of this change and how they feel about everything's happening and, and the acquisition of course so yeah so so what's next now this is a brand new acquisition pretty much and mm. uh what do your plans look like for the future uh i mean simplor is uh, very established in norway so obviously um an important step is to really enter that market we have a little piece piece there but um, there's a lot of growth potential in Norway. So um, getting to know the Norwegian market even more, um, making some adaptations in the tool, localization, and really hitting the, the sales button for, for, for Norway. And then together with Simployer, we're also planning for, you know, how can we, what's the next growth area? So what's kind of the third market that we're going into? Um, and how are we doing that? And uh, what's the best strategy to win in the new market? And then, of course, continuously evolving the product. It's we feel that we might have, you know, built forty percent of what's possible. There's still so much more. It's it's far from a finished product. So uh, there's so much more that we want to do. And now that we're part of this employer family, um, the opportunities are even even larger. Well, that sounds. Really exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do when you take this um, out in the world. Yeah. So um, thank you so much for, for coming on the talk. And uh, I, I wish you the best and uh, hope to talk again soon. Thank you for having me. <laughs>